Okay, so welcome back to the SEC, the self care cast with Ashley and Guess. I'm Ashley. It's currently 11.53 at night, and I'm home by myself because my mom went to work. I told her to go to work because, like, I don't... I'm go- like I'm not grown grown, but I'm grown. I could be home by myself. Like it just kind of feels good to just be in the presence of me sometimes. So I told her to just go to work. Like I'm not gonna do anything, but like now I'm high as fuck and like <laughs> I'm about to tell you about what's going on. So, 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 let me tell y'all. So, I went on Tinder yesterday, right? And let me tell y'all how I feel about fucking Tinder. I've had my ups and downs with motherfucking Tinder. And, oh, hold on. Alright, so let me, <laughs> let me tell you what's going on. So, the first guy I open, like, as soon as I open this, the app, I see this guy that's exactly what my type is, so let me tell y'all my type, my type is, is chunky, I, I like them chunky, I love them chunky, okay, so if you got some chunky, it also doesn't even matter either, like, to be honest with you, <laughs> but my dream guy has always been chunky, so I saw this guy, I was like, okay, swiped, and it matched instantly, maybe like five, five minutes, maybe less than five minutes, the person like messages me and says hi and like whatnot, and I'm like, okay, like usually when people like message me, my this is exactly how it goes, I go through a phase where <laughs> I'm watching family <laughs> This is funny as hell. Um, let me see this part. Let me see this. <laughs> let me see. Because I know damn what her foot is not going to play on that motherfucker. <laughs> it's like this Cinderella episode. Like, what the hell? Stewie just bent his back. Like, <laughs> and it's funny because, like, let me tell you about Family Guy. I knew what Family Guy was. Didn't grow up watching it. I know my grandpa used to watch it sometimes, but I didn't understand nothing going on in the motherfucking show. But I lately there's been nothing on TV, so I just wanted to throw something on while I've been chilling out here and talking on my podcast. So I decided to like you know. But yeah, so I was talking to this guy on Tinder, or whatever, and like usually when I what the fuck. This show is crazy. They tongue kissing is just weird. And, um, <laughs> what the hell? Right, okay. So, um, we were talking, and usually when I talk to people, oh my god. Oh my gosh, I can't watch this family guy and talk to y'all because it just showed freaking Meg, hang, like she hanged herself. 
I wasn't even expecting to see that shit. It was like, it was like Peter was going to each room and checking on the kids, and it was like he put Stewie to bed. Um, I forgot the name of the boy. Um, he was sleeping, and then when he went into Meg's room to turn off the light, she was hanging. And he just closed the door. <laughs> I'm like so shook right now. Maybe because I'm really high as fuck, y'all. And it's just like, uh uh-uh. uh. But yeah, um, yeah, I was talking to him. And I was like scared, you know, that's how I usually am when I talk to people on there. Because the people I know, I usually already know how the person is going to be, where it's either going to be a one day conversation or da da da. But we started talking, and I'm just like, I'm feeling it out. Right now, I'm just feeling it out because I took a pause after Neo and his little weird ass. Because, like, how the hell, like, do people just, like, talk to you, right? They they come up to you. They paint this little picture. You think you're getting a golden spoon or whatever and just stop talking to you. And somehow you end up being the one sitting in your room like the fuck did I do when in reality you didn't do anything. They just didn't know what the fuck they want. And instead of just leaving you the fuck alone, leave your space alone, they interrupted your space. Try to make you feel all giggly and bubbly. And then motherfucker said, nah, I don't even think I want you like that, to be honest. And then here's the crazy part. That's what I'm saying, right? But then when I was at work and I was talking to this this guy or whatever, he he was saying that when Neo was in the trucks and stuff, all he talked about was me. But like, how do you, how does that how does that work? Because y'all, when we stopped talking, I didn't know what the fuck happened. I just know I texted him one day, and it didn't show delivered no nothing. He told me he got a new phone, so when he got my number, I texted him. Oh, he texted me. I texted back. And he didn't say anything. Then I ended up texting him a couple of days later because I was like, I'm not going to do what I did the last time when I was talking to someone where, like, I waited for them to text me all the time. So I, t- I texted them. I was like, hey, like, I'm sorry I haven't texted in a while. And he just left it on red. He left it on red, yo. And then when I said something to him at work, because like I said, I'm not going to make this in. I'm learning from every relationship that I am, whether it's a romantic one or a friendship one. I'm just learning stuff. What I've learned from the person I was talking to before was sometimes when things bothered me, I didn't say anything. So I told myself if I'm ever going to entertain someone new, all the things I didn't do, I have to work on and do. So I was like, if something's bothering me, I need to say that. Because in order for things to work, they need to know what's also what's going on with me in my head all the time too. It's all just so I understand. So we both know what's going on. There's no miscommunication, no nothing. So I went up to him and I was like, um, I texted you and you just didn't, you didn't say anything. But like, that's cool, whatever. And... He said that, like, he was high or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, right. And then when I texted him again, another couple of days later, he did the same thing. So I was like, now I'm I'm taking that as a hint. You don't, you don't want to talk. So that's what I did. I left it alone. I'm not going to chase. I'm not chasing anybody. I like that. 
Sorry, I'm texting. But um, I'm texting the guy that I've been talking to on Tinder. And I don't want to say anything about my... A lot of my tarot cards been telling me to um, to not talk about my love life, right? So I decided after me feeling like... <laughs> I'm trying to say, I'm trying to talk to y'all, but like, he's texting. So, um, so you know, I freaking forgot. Oh, I'm trying not to talk about my love life. I'm trying to just allow things to flow as they flow. If I just let things flow as they flow, it leaves me with no room to overthink like I always do. It leaves me no room to self-doubt or in and let ne, don't let any negative thoughts invade what could possibly be something really good. <laughs> so what I'm doing right now is just letting things I'm letting things go. But right now I'm feeling where things are, even though it's only been a day, it's okay. Like I just, I like, I like that he, what the freak is this adult swim? <laughs> what is going on here? <gasps> I'm, now the boondocks are on. <laughs> that shit is just like, what the fuck? Sorry, I'm like trapped in this heating. But um yeah, I'm just trying to allow things to flow. And I'm telling you, my tarot cards have constantly been trying to tell me that I am very deserving of the things that I want. I have to speak that into my life and and show and give give love to the things that are loving me. And if things are good. Let it be good. Don't doubt it. And if something bad happens, you handle it. You handle yourself. And you deal with that. But if something doesn't work, don't sit there and, and do what I've always done where I just sit and I, I get, get so consumed in my head. And I'm working on that. I've been trying to meditate often. Anytime I feel very frustrated, I, I try to reroute myself. Like... Don't go a different, I try to take a different route because I want to heal. I want to constantly heal because I notice that when my insecurities are there, they speak so loud in everything I do. But when I feel confident and I have that lovely, strong presence and whatnot, things come and they, they shine they shine on me and they shine on a huge light. And that's why, I, oh, I saw this post when it said, when my cup is full, I love to project, like, that energy onto someone else. Like, oh, let me find it. Let me find it. Because I'm pretty sure I shared that today. I'm about to find that sucker. It's all. It says, I love engaging with people when my cup is full. It's like there's 
there's so much love in me that I just have to share. And I feel that. It feels like a big ball of, like, fucking light. And I'm taking that as, like, my intu- my intuition is talking. Myself is talking. There has been so many times I'll be in my room and I'll cry and I'll just be like, like, my head is saying one thing. And once I finish crying, I'll be having these talks with myself where I'm like, I'm really proud that you just let all that out and you didn't stop yourself. You allowed yourself to feel how you feel. And I do it and I'm trying to do it in a way where it's, it's nothing but a healing process. I'm trying to heal. That's that's why I keep saying it. I keep saying it. Y'all gonna hear me say it and say it and say it because I want to share what it could be, like what healing is, uh, and what, like in the process of like going to love yourself and all of you, you know, and how. That energy, if you just speak what you want into the world, into the universe, and and feel what you want, how beautiful life can be. We are in such a cruel world. Let me tell you, we're in a cruel world with a beautiful view. That's that's what I say. The least we can all do is find peace within ourselves so that we can walk around this world and and all it can do is just uplift. I want to try and support everyone in the best way I can possible. And I do it with the way I talk and the things I'm experiencing myself. I try to be 100%. I be a, Yeah, I try to be 100%. 100, um, why am I saying this so weird? I'm trying to be honest with everything and my experience and the things I've gone through and where it takes me. And I'm going to be honest, not every day I... I'm going to sit here and feel like a ball of light. Some days I wake up and I don't even want to wake up. Some days I don't even want to get off my bed. And some days I just want to just sit. Not do anything but sit. Sometimes my mind feels like a snake is around my throat. And that, I try to, I'm letting my mother know that I'm dealing with myself every day. And that sometimes my mental health gets in the way that it's, it's not me being lazy. I mentally am, can't do it. I'm tired. I don't know why I'm tired, but I'm tired. You know, I don't know why some days I feel so sad. Sometimes I just know that I am. I'm trying, y'all. And all I can do is try and be a better me every day. And that's all I try to do. That's all I try to do. And this is like... One of my platforms to do it. Whether if one person listens, or only I listen, or everyone listens, I just want to share. And you take it how you want. And if I become someone who you ever think about, where you think about, 
yourself or just <laughs> not even don't think about me when you think about yourself think about yourself think about all the how far you've come think about all the small victories and the bigger in the bigger victories even when no one sees it or everyone sees it think about all the things you can accomplish in a couple days or a year or two let that excite you don't think about yesterday <laughs> Even though it's really hard as fuck to not think about yesterday. Especially when yesterday carried so much power on you. Trust me, I know. I like to call myself a natural therapist, I tell you. I don't... I wanted to go to school for it, and after I talked to someone... Oh, I talked to Ahmad, and he was like... He doesn't want to go to school for it and I forgot how he explained it man but he explained it in this way where like like it made sense like I don't want to go to school like I just want to be there for people in any way like with everyone I meet it doesn't have to be in no office with a nice couch and and I want to be able to help because that's what I can do. And that's the power I can do. Not because I get paid. But because I just, I'm human. And I care and I have feelings. And I want to make sure that everyone that I meet is okay too. Even though I know sometimes I have to remind myself that I can't save everyone. That the whole point of life isn't saving everyone. Is that we all give and we all receive. If you give good, you receive good. Because karma's a motherfucking bitch. Because she's my bitch. <laughs> she's a bitch. And when she comes back, and she come back, she you don't even know how she gonna motherfucking hit you. Because she might hit you one time and she might hit you a thousand She decides. Fucking bitch. (laughs) It's funny because I talk about karma and mother nature and the universe like my like sisters. Let me tell you, my my lucky number is three. I'm going to tell you that I've only discovered that a couple months ago, maybe like a month or two. But not everything is showing the symbol of three. Everything comes in a three. (laughs) If that makes sense. I don't know why, but it's coming in threes. So look, I just said the universe, mother nature, and karma. Three sisters. (laughs) It's weird. It's so weird. I started my um, FedEx job on the third. My grandpa passed on the third. It's not, like, I don't want to say lucky number because sometimes it's not lucky but it's a number that's attached to me if that makes sense and once I started to dig deeper and deeper and deeper into the number three I understood what that shit fucking meant especially in my motherfucking life that three holds so much power so much power I can't wait to write a book y'all I want to share that shit with y'all 
his name is Cameron and he has a teddy bear emoji next to his name yeah I tease just the bear emoji and he just act, he asked me on a date today we're not going into like two weeks from now not, not this coming week but the week after but he asked me on a date and I'm excited because like the future excites me even if no one's in it and not to sound like that like not to sound like sad as fuck but like I'm just excited. I'm thinking about it in a good way. Even if nothing really comes from this, you know, like I'm still like, I'm not going to walk away feeling. That's what I'm trying to say. But yeah, I just told him that I was recording a podcast so that he doesn't feel like I'm ignoring him. It's just that like, I know I'm going to stop talking once I text him. So like, yeah. I said yeah because I was trying to make sure I said that right. But yeah. Today was, um, so I don't know if I talked about this, but TikTok had this thing earlier this month where it was like lucky dates in the in November and based off of like your zodiac sign. And today, the 20th, oh, yesterday, because now it's like 12, 12 15. Um, the 27th of November was my second to last day and, um, I got asked on a date (laughs) and I had a really good day with my mom today. We went to the outlet. I bought me a new Odd Future t-shirt. Oh my God, from Zoomies. So let me tell you, I love... I love Zoomies, but Zoomies is expensive, my God. They're so expensive. So, I spent $50 on that damn shirt. And let me shout out to the, oh, I should have got her name. Shout out to the girl at Zoomies at Clinton Outlet. Because how weird is it that her birthday is the day before mine? So she's a Taurus, and I love her. I loved her energy or whatever. And when I told her about my email address, she was like, my my parents has Hotmail. And I thought that was funny. Like, it was so funny. It, I couldn't believe that she told me her her birthday was the day before mine's. I was like, oh, my God. How weird is that? But yeah, I bought me a new outfit. It's it's like purple, I think like a light blue. But it's cute. I just think, let me tell you, this is why part I grew up, um, I remember when I was in Kennelly. This is when that, whew, that's how you know. I always, I thought I was raving growing up. I was a psychic low-key. I loved fashion. I loved fashion even though I didn't dress like, oh, I went to a school where they had uniform, but like, I loved clothes. I still love clothes. I always think about if I could redesign clothes, like what it would look like. That shirt would have been beautiful 
it's already beautiful, but like it would have been better if it was like one of those collared, like those polo collared ones, because it looks like that's what it's supposed to look like. If they had put a collar on that sucker and like one button, not even a button, like a zipper, a nice silver one, you can get one in silver. And if they change the color of it, like a green one, they could have did like gold and they do a zipper on it. Oh my God, would have killed that, yo. Would have been worth how much it was. I walked in there and I was like, I was going to get the freaking thrasher sweatpants that I've been wanting. Fuck off to all the people who who be like, you don't wear you wear thrasher, you don't skateboard. Motherfucker got in my goddamn size. I'm buying it if I want it. I'm going to buy whatever the hell I want. I have a Justin Bieber sweater, and I don't even like Justin Bieber. I just like the sweater. Like, yeah. If I like it, I'm finna buy it. And the Thrasher, I just love the quality of the of the clothes and, like, the way the font looks. Like, it's just very, like, I'm admiring whoever made the freaking clothes. If anything... <laughs> It's not allowed to skateboard, and if I knew how to, if I wasn't afraid of falling all the damn time, bitch, I would be learning how to skateboard my damn self, so, fuck off, <laughs> but I was gonna get the gray ones, because I've been, ha- I've been adding those gray sweatpants in my um shopping cart, maybe like, ever since I saw them, so when I saw them in person, and how beautiful the gray was against the, the font, I was like, oh. But $64, you know if I buy those sweatpants, I'm wearing them till the day I die. Because $64 for some pants, Lord, I will get them in a nice, comfortable size. So that, because I'm like in the process of losing weight. So like, I make sure that all the bottoms I get, I can still wear even when I lose the weight. So, um... I would get them in a nice, maybe like, what size pant? I don't even know what size I got on in these, but, um, on these not Thrasher, they're just regular Walmart <laughs> sweatpants, but, um, yeah, I want to get it, and then I was going to get it, like, I was going to get the sweatpants and later on get the, the sweater, because if I buy both one day, I'm going to be spending like a hundred or something dollars on Zoomies. And that's for two things. And I could think of 30 things I could buy with a hundred and something dollars from like Walmart, even Fashion Nova, when I be in the booth going there. And like, she in. Mm-hmm. If y'all want to know where I shop, I um follow me on Instagram. Y'all can't really even tell what I be do- what the fuck I be having on. Most of the time when I be having on, I just be... I get my stuff from anywhere. If I like it, I'ma get it. There's some things I will not pay for depending on the price because, like, a bitch be broke and ain't nobody finna be spending that much. That's why I only bought the um the shirt because I was like, if I buy the shirt, I'm not buying nothing else. That's fifty cent. I paid fifty dollars for that damn shirt. I'm going to wear that shirt all the time, too. I think I'm going to wear it when I go on my date low-key. Like, I don't want to wear it until I go on my date. Because I want to get this cute, like, you know those corset, like, they're, like, 
they become like a fashion statement now. So I want to get one, not like the full corset, the one where it kind of like cups underneath your boobies and that's it. And it has like a cute, like that. So I want to get that to go with it, like a black one. If I wear that and then, I don't know, some jeans or something, that would be cute too. And because I got my hair done already, I could just, you know, I could even switch it up and like wear it up if I wanted to. Um, throw some cute lashes, do my lip combo, my new favorite lip combo, and then go from, damn, I already got my damn shit planned all the way out, all the way out, and it's because, like, I'm, I'm, like, nervous, even though, like, it's not, like, we're going out tomorrow, but... It's because every time I still have a lot of faith in in what relationships are and meeting someone and automatically thinking that they want the same things I want. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a dreamer of what love really is, man. And I'm I'm kind of really happy I still have that faith in it because if I lose it, if I lose that faith, man. I don't even know. I like the simple shit. I just want I just want to be with someone that makes me fucking laugh. I don't want to have to question. I don't want to feel like I have to doubt me. I want to be like I'm with you and just you. And you're with me and just me. I want to be vulnerable with somebody. I want to grow with someone. I want to do nothing but build. I want you to show me exactly what love is and what it is for what it is. That all that, all the love that I thought couldn't compare to what it really is. That's what I want from someone. And I go into, sometimes I go into most of my relationships like that. Even the ones that didn't deserve that. And in the past, my insecurities got in the fucking way. So I'm, I'm working on me. I'm working on all the shit that I'm insecure about. So that when I do into a relationship with someone, that doesn't be, that isn't projected onto the, the relationship and the and the potential of the relationship because people think when i say insecurities that is just physical no it's saying to yourself that someone couldn't possibly be with you that you're not good enough you know i've done that if you work on that and you work on loving yourself and all of you not just the physical. When you build that relationship with someone, it will be the best. When it does give you the best, it will be the best. You know? Yeah. Oh, he texted me. <laughs> he is so cute, y'all. Okay. <laughs>
I'll talk about you though. He said come back. That's fucking cute as shit. It's this little stuff like that. That like to somebody else they'll be like, okay, a bumby, I think that's cute. Like you wanna talk to me. Okay. <laughs> That's what I mean, the giggly, like, especially because I'm always, like, <laughs> kind of, and so, like, when someone makes me, like, you know, and um, I get to project that out, outwards, I love it, I love it, love it, love it, we'll see how that goes with, with um, Cameron, so far, he, he's doing pretty good on the style points and whatnot. No, uh, you don't have to wait. Mm. But yeah. He's popping the. I hope, I hope he goes. Okay, I'm. If when we go on a date, right? Sorry, I'm texting him back. That's why he told me that. He, that's why it's probably a good idea that he said he wait because I keep stopping and then yeah, so. <laughs> But um, when we go on a date, I'm going to ask him, depending on what we do, if he wants to talk on here, like, you know, we could do more, get to know each other questions. I don't know. I don't know. I'll ask him if he's ready for that shit. I'm like, this podcast is just, it's just me. It's a me. <laughs> I was like, I don't know who listens to these. I just know my best friend. And my, I think my sister listens to it. Both of my sisters. I have separate sisters. Um, I have um, my sister, Aisha. And then I have Gianna, BB, Justice. You know? <sighs> those, those are my sisters, too. So, But, yeah. And he can just, you can, y'all can get to know him too. And like, y'all can feel him out <laughs> as well. Even though, if, like, I would only, other opinion would matter would be like my close friends, like Skylar and John, who's also my sister. Um, <laughs> like, if they were to feel like if they, because they're good with energy. Especially, especially John and Skyler. Especially Mr. I would call him Papa Skyler. Papa Skyler. Because Skyler don't play. Skyler don't play. Skyler don't, don't just like anybody. And that's kind of a good, that's a really good thing. Because see, that means he, in order for him to like you, he had to really feel you the fuck out. Or he, your energy was just good off the bat. You know, because he, he, mm-mm. 
Papa Skyler, Papa Skyler. Because <laughs> he's like someone's dad. Like, he's just like, uh-uh. <laughs> when he met Leanne, he was like, uh-uh. And he had a good, the, I should have just, oh, sometimes I just, I get blocked with the people who just like, you know, they give you a little, you, they give you a little bit, and you think that's a, a lot. I was blocked by that, and then she ended up being someone that I just, no. But Skyla knew. Skyla knew. So, yeah. If he fills them out and, like, you know, they just like, yeah, he's good, you know. I'm going to start doing that. I need to incorporate my friends not into my relationship. I just need them to, like, you know, get a feel. Because usually sometimes your friends, most of the time, know. Because they know you. They know you and they know what you you need and want in your life. If you have real true friends, they know. If you can say, well, your friends don't need to be part of your relationship, you need to evaluate. I'm not saying your friends need to be in the relationship where everything got to go through them. No, that's not what I'm saying at all because it's not their relationship. What I'm saying is to get a feel of of the relationship, like of the person I feel like, you know, having your friends just look and fill them out. It's a, it's a good, like, start. <laughs> Starter tip, I feel. But, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I feel like I don't. Usually when I talk too high, I always doubt myself. Because, like, every time I feel like I talk too good about something, the universe be like... Girl, bye. Get that shit out of here. And then I'm like, damn, I, I can't be excited about nothing. I can't get a little bit of this good, good, none of this love. But I can't think like that. If I feel good about something, speak good about it. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, I think that's all I have for you guys. Because um, I'm high as fuck and I just want to chill now. <laughs> I just want to fucking chill. So, thank you for listening to the SEC. This is to Cassie Bashing guest. I'm Ashley. And have a good night, a morning, or evening, or whatever time you listen to this lovely podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, so welcome back to the SEC. The self-care cast with Ashley and guest. I'm Ashley. I'm high as fuck, and I just came back. I just came out of the bathroom, and my mind was running because I thought about something that... It was actually a post I saw, and I was like, yo, I thought I healed from this shit, but the only time that shit bothers me is when it comes up, and I have to realize the muff-freakers will have you effed up no matter no matter what L- let me just start off by saying i've had people in my life where no matter how hard i tried no matter me admitting that i was wrong had mother freakers made me look bad made me look like I was some kind of a 
a bitch. Like, all I was doing was out to get people when, let me tell you, I was there for freaking people, yo. Nothing makes my blood boil more than the thought of someone disrespecting my name. Nothing. Because if I had a dollar for everything I've done for some people, I would, I could literally buy my own island. That's why it would bother me so bad when I think about the fact that someone can sit here and... I had a friend that I fought for our friendship till it couldn't fight anymore. And even though I know how shitty they fucking treated me, how even though I was fighting for our friendship that if I had known that no matter how hard I was fighting that the the results were still going to be the same, that you, st- I don't even care who you're friends with. It's funny that <laughs> I don't even, you know, I don't, I want to say I don't care who I'm, who you're friends with, but I remember when, when they weren't friends with you, how you tore your motherfucking self up and you sat there and you questioned your motherfuckers. I mean, who sat there with you? Who laid there on that bed with you? Who spent weeks with you? I did that. And I did it, and I did it, and I did it. Even when I was hurting, I did that. And I cared more about you than I cared about my damn self, than I cared about living. I cared that much about you. And you all you did was step on our friendship. Oh, my God, I want to scream. I want to cry because let, let me tell you, the shit that you put me through, I couldn't even imagine. We got in a whole ass accident and somehow I was still the one hurting the most. When you were crying, no matter how pissed I was at you that night, I came to you. I still went to your house despite how I felt. I laid on that bed with you and cried and smoked and all of that. I did that. When I had no money, you had me. And when you had no money, I had you. And you still treated me shitty. You still treated me like our friendship didn't matter. And then you want to try to play people out here thinking that everything's okay and it's not. Because you never apologize. You never apologize. You never apologize for any of the shit you do and then think people are just going to let it be. Fuck the happy Thanksgiving. Fuck that weak-ass apology you gave me about the acid tripping because you left me. I was your best friend and you left me. You chose someone who, 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 didn't, who didn't even care about you months ago. Who didn't give a rat's ass of you about what? You want to apologize to me about my answer trip after. After I done grown apart from you. After I done had to spend a whole motherfucking month fucking terrified of my own fucking room. That's how bad my acid trip was. But did you know that? No. You were so worried about some, somebody else. Without thinking about the fact that, yo, 
We're all tripping, and I don't know how this shit's affecting her. I got my own fucking demons, bitch. And sometimes that shit comes up, and I don't even realize. And that shit came up. I First time I've ever experienced it, I, it came up. Did you think about that? No. Did you think, maybe I shouldn't leave her alone. Maybe I shouldn't leave my best friend alone. Maybe I should go check on her and make sure that she's not losing her fucking mind in my room upstairs. I was losing my mind upstairs. And you want to apologize months later? I promise you guys I healed from this shit, but that shit hurts. I fought the longest, and I was so worried about how my other friends was going to feel. I didn't want them to experience the hate, not the hate, the hurt that I experienced from them. And you still projected that same shit onto them. And you still want to sit there and act like everything's fucking fine. And it's not. You have never apologized. You apologize to one person, but you never apologize to me. And you never will. And I will never give you the floor to do it. I'm going to tell you one thing and one thing only. The love I had for you was the realest shit you'll ever fucking know. Because you put me through a whole lot of shit. But let me tell you, you shaped me to know what a friend is and what a friend isn't. And I, and I took me a minute. And even, even though how I felt, I made sure I didn't, want, I didn't want to say nothing. I wanted to make sure everything looked so sweet. I didn't want nobody in my motherfucking business. Because I was like, nah. I didn't want anybody to look at you and feel some type of way. But somehow you felt like it was cool to go tell somebody how uh, when I was tripping on fucking acid, how... This happened and that. How dare you? How dare you try to explain my experience? How dare you? Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. Now, now I'm a bitch. Bye. And that, and this is the side that nobody will ever get to see because it's crazy. They only listen to one side. One side. Hmm. They will only know that side. And you know what? I'm content with that because I know my own truth. I don't need it from anybody else. I just want you to know I don't ever, ever want to see you ever in my life again. I wish nothing but the absolute best for you. Thank you for all the memories we've ever made. Thank you for all the laughs, all the times where when I didn't have anybody but I knew I had you. I thank you for that. Tell your mom that I love her and thank you for creating a home. A home outside of home. Thank her for that.
tell her I love her. And she'll always have a place in my heart. But I don't want anything to do with you. And it's crazy because even after that, you know, I'm all for people making their money. But it was crazy when the day I found out that they were working at my job. Because I was like, that's my place. My job was my my job. Like, everyone needs that one place that has no one they know in it. <laughs> they have to. I, the only people I knew was, the, like, the new friends I made. Who, which I love. I love y'all. I love y'all. But, um... When he told me that, I was like, it was months. It was probably like a month of us not even talking. And you're going to come tell me that um, you're working at my job. What the fuck? What the fuck? Congrats, but what the fuck? No, you did not. Why? That's going way out your way. And you did that, why? And I'm... I, let me know. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm just all like, all I wanted to say was that friendship had me fucked up at the end. It was amazing. <laughs> it, it was amazing because I was my best friend. That was one of my best friends. We did everything. I. I became a smoker because of them. Like, I love marijuana, bitch. Like, I had so much good times. And it was just at a moment where I just couldn't believe that it was just falling. And it's like, how do you even grasp when you've done said and you've done fought, you've done sit in a bitch's face and cried and said that shit and had a motherfucker looking at you. I can't even. This podcast is me sharing my experience and I want to be 100% transparent through that whole thing. Through Through everything. Everything that happens. That fucked me up for months, man. I can't believe I'm even... This is the first time I cried about it since. I don't know. Like, August? August, maybe September. Man, I used to be in my room. I used to be like... It's like, hopefully, he, he thinks about our friendship as much as I do. I used to argue with my mom for our friendship. You still gave me the fucking short end. You know what? That's okay. I've learned that you will always have people in your life that will show you things. They will show you everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because of, I just, oh, 
Oh, every time I think about my acid trips, I don't even enjoy the thought of them anymore. Because on my very first trip, we we went to a friend's house after, and all of a sudden, I'm I'm like talking about amazing it was and stuff and like how cool and they just go I thought I was gonna lose Ashley and just start crying and shit I'm looking at this motherfucking like you really about to tell us to do this hmm I should have listened to Nick yo when he told me that shit's gonna fuck you up one day he told me, don't look it up. And I never looked it up because I was like, I didn't know. I didn't want to. I didn't, I, I didn't want to frighten myself because I know even in the moment, if it didn't frighten me, if I had sat and thought about it, it would frighten me. It wasn't until when I experienced uh, how scary it could be how real scary that shit could be. It still make my heart beat to this day when I think about it. That's why I get mad when I found out that he said something to somebody without even, how? How do you even talk about something like that? Not know how that, yo, that night, I remember I felt like I was in my mind, I felt like I was just calling out to them, like, it was so far away. I'm like, calling and calling, and I'm like, like, bring me inside, yo. And it felt like nobody was hearing me. That person that they, do, they still talk to was in the army. Once he started talking about it, when he was talking about it, man, I didn't feel like I was tripping at all. I didn't even, I, didn't, I honestly forgot I was even, we went outside. And then it was just like, literally a war zone. Every five, like there was fireworks that day. Every time that shit went, I would look around and I would just be terrified. I don't know what it was, but I was literally like, I felt like I was fighting for my life. So I kept saying something. I kept saying the army. I kept mentioning it and and talking about it because if I looked around, bitch, and every time that my surroundings were changing, I felt like I was gonna die. Not like I was in any danger, but bitch, I was motherfucking tripping. He gonna yell and say, can you stop talking about the army? Okay. When y'all bring me the fucking side, when I say that, then I'm gonna be the rude one. And ain't nobody gonna try me. And ain't nobody gonna piss me off because I keep it nice. 
I keep it real cute. I keep it real cute. Because I don't be saying nothing. I don't raise my voice. I try not to raise my voice. Because I know where my presence can be. I know how strong this presence will get. I know I don't care how it will hurt anybody. I don't even care, man. I'll motherfucking call a lift home on tripping on acid. I don't care. I don't have to stay here. I don't have to deal with this. I really don't. Ooh. So I got it. I had an attitude. I was like, I got like, I realized that he yelled at me, and then it was like, I felt like a little kid. So mind you, I'm on, I'm on acid. I felt myself like shrink. Like I had an attitude after, like I, like my mind cleared, but in the moment, I just felt like my body just. I was like, the age that I lost my voice for the first time. I literally felt like that. I felt like I was looking up at somebody and I was like, I literally said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. There was a couple moments where I didn't realize. And And it was just like, But I held myself accountable. That shit fucks me up, y'all. It fucked me up so bad. he cared about was just was themselves and I needed help and I just wanted people to understand that I was tripping I was on fucking acid And it wasn't even just acid that day. And nobody could even say anything the next day. Not even, let me get out the car and and hug my best friend because last night was rough. He just left it. think I'll forever be healing healing from that day, yo. Because I don't think anybody understands the where it brought me after. I had nightmares for a whole month. I felt like I was still seeing things for a whole month. And I couldn't even say anything to anybody. Sorry for crying about it, but it just, I couldn't believe it. I was on the phone with Ron during that whole thing, and I just was so afraid to tell him that I might have fucked up with the acid. I was so scared to tell him that I felt like I just, I was losing my mind. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that I keep talking about it, but that shit really hurt me when I found out that my sister told me that she's actually my sister and also like a really close friend. She told me that he talked about it, and I was just like, he can't even say anything about it. He can only say that his man's was motherfucking. He had a problem. He had a problem with me fucking tripping on acid. He was like, can you stop talking about the army? He's like, that's all I hear. Can you stop talking about the army? Okay, motherfucker. <laughs> you brought that shit up. You was the one in the room talking about, oh my God, I could talk about this experience all the time. Started talking about all the shit you was going through, all that, all of that. Did you realize that I was going through that? actually felt what you were feeling down to you freaking out in the bathroom sitting on that couch I felt that shit yo I felt it and I don't know how but I did acid made me feel like I traveled through people's bodies and saw things from their perspective I couldn't control it because I was seeing it through their perspective all the pain all of the the heat the, all of it I was feeling all of it and I just sat there going through it because I didn't know what else to do so to them it was, I was still talking about it, but in my mind, I felt like I was crawling out. I couldn't crawl out. The only words I felt like it was coming out of my mouth was that. When in my mind, I'm thinking I'm saying everything else. I have to remember that I have to forgive myself. That I can't let this experience affect me as much as it has, that I will grow out of this experience always. That I can't allow this and allow someone else's hurt to hurt me. I I have to live with the fact that I put my 110%. That I did that. That I've grown and all I can do is get better and grow and glow. I nurtured myself. <sighs> I nurtured her. Because she was in such a hole, y'all. And that's why y'all didn't hear from me on here. I couldn't even speak. I can't believe I even have the voice now. <laughs> she was gone. She couldn't even explain her experience. And, and have the nerve to hear that a, 
someone else tried to do it. How you gonna talk about something you didn't even feel? That you didn't even try to tell. What you should have been telling them was, I told her to go upstairs. I dropped her home and didn't even text her to make sure she was okay. Tell them that. Tell them what we were on. Tell them that, yo, I didn't help my best friend, yo. Yes, I know we were all tripping, but I didn't help her either. I didn't sit and ask her, what happened? I didn't sit here and let her, even, I couldn't even apologize to him. I didn't even get to tell him that I'm sorry that you you felt like I was talking about the army too much. That I'm sorry that I spoke so loud. And that I also shared a story and an experience that I had no right to share. I am able to sit here and fucking say that because I went through it. But why can't you be fucking honest? You painting this picture for the world. Boy, I wish I could snatch that mask right the fuck off. Because you don't deserve that mask. Because you need to reevaluate. Fuck that happy Thanksgiving. Fuck that and fuck you. Mm. But yeah, I'm telling you guys, I I have grown. A lot to get to where I can sit here and tell myself that I forgive me for allowing some of the things that I allowed to happen without. I'm forgiving me for not setting the boundaries that I needed to set. I'm very glad that when I did decide to set the boundary. Despite them asking me why and how come, when they didn't realize that, honey, I need to set the boundary away from you. Look how I I glowed the fuck up. I glowed, baby. And I'm glowing still. The love I have for myself and this voice, this new voice. This new Ashley, this this new Ashley that got to meet some amazing people at my job. That instead of expressing that, how dare you work at my place? I sat here and I told you, congratulations on having two jobs, baby. On making money, baby, because money moves. Because I want you to grow still, despite everything. 
Yeah. You will never be able to have that hold on me ever again. I'm going to tell you that. And I'm going to keep you so you can always see me fucking glow. And always see me have this smile on my motherfucking face. Whether I have everything or nothing. Because I will not be that hurt that you brought onto me ever again. And I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to let you know that I wish nothing but the absolute best for you and your partner and everything. You will no longer be able to do, you will no longer be able to try to invade. I'm going to tell you this one. Merry Christmas from now. Happy birthday from now. From your next birthday in all the years. I don't ever want to speak to you. There's no hard feelings, nothing at all. I have no hate against you, no bitterness, no pettiness, nothing. It's just you. I just, I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing real good. And that's all. And I just wanted to talk about it because I saw something and it was just like, yeah, you really tried to paint like everything's cool. And it ain't. We know it ain't. I'm st- I'm not only speaking for me. I'm speaking for those who didn't get to fucking... Because <laughs> how dare you even try to treat them like that? And if you listen to this, I hope you know, you taught me a lot about me, and I thank you for that, because now I know how to set a boundary, and I know who I will never allow into my life again, or what type of people I will allow into my life again. I want nothing but happiness and fucking peace, and people who will, if I ever trip on acid again, will know how to handle me and not leave me and comfort me because when I tripped on acid with Jonah after I got home guess who texted me even though I had a a scary trip again because my heart was still heavy from the last one he texted me and that's the difference that will always ooh, not comparing the two people but just comparing how what a friend should do and what a friend didn't do. Thank you. I just I just want to say thank you to Jonah for the time we did trip. Because even though it was so scary, you realized and you, you handled the situation so that I didn't freak out. Even though I was freaking out. Because let me tell you, <laughs> it was also very scary. Because it was like a switch. It was like I turned back and he didn't look like Jonah. He looked in like a complete stranger. And I was terrified because I thought I was going to get hurt. <laughs> I don't know what the hurt would have been, but it was just, I was just fearing. I felt fearful. And I just looked at him and I was like, I don't know where I'm going, but I got to go. And he just let me. 
until I that came over and I realized he he brought me back. He was like, Ashley, Ashley, Ashley. I was like, all right, okay. And when we got to trip, oh my God, when Jonah's room looked like this beautiful jazz 70s cafe, I fell in love with his goddamn room. I was like, oh my God, like, this is like the best room I've ever been in. It was like the walls were like this baby blue. I was like, I felt so happy. That joy. If anybody's ever wondering if I'll take acid again because of like all the experience, the two times I've, I would. I think I'll just, I have a, it, it showed me that I have a lot of skeletons in my col- in my closet that I have to sort through. And that's all I'm going to continue to do in my life is just, is, is heal and heal and heal. Not for acid, but for myself, because I know. Now I know. I, I'm not healed. No matter, I'm distracted. <laughs> I am not healed. So I'm just spending the time to heal. Mm. I feel really good to get that on my chest. Yeah. Okay, hi guys. So, I added another podcast to this episode because I didn't want to make a separate one. So, I wanted to put it in one. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, disclaimer for the next one. I cry in it. I don't know why I got to put a disclaimer. I just feel like I got to put a disclaimer. Because when I li- I don't listen to these after I post them. So I like, I don't. Because I don't want to deal with the, Im- like, I feel embarrassed sometimes when I hear myself cry. So, but yeah. Yeah. Want to say that, so this is our little break time before we uh get into the next one. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Uh, I'm high as fuck, <laughs> and I'm just trying to go with the flow with things and go with the flow with my love life. Let me just say, let me just say, because I think there's someone at my job that wants me. Or wants to, like, you know, talk. But then, like... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot of I don't knows. And I'm just like, ugh. I'm I'm just going with the rule of don't let my anxiety get in the way. So... Okay, next.